Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman, having found the fantastic kingdom under the sea, hovers over it in midair as he tries to make Cecil Burton, a master criminal, reveal the secret of how to enter the lost city under the ocean bed. I can't break through the rock ceiling of the underseas kingdom or rip the diving bell out. Either way, we'll let the water pour in and drown the men I want to get alive. That's right, Superman. You've got to give the pup a signal for the diving bell to be sent up. What is the signal? Tell me quickly. I, I don't know. I swear I don't know. Then who does? Tell me or by heaven I'll tuck you into the ocean. All right. All right, I'll tell you. Decella. Decella? Yes. Decella is the only one who has the necessary signal device and knows the secret code. And back to the ship we go to get him. Away! Before we rejoin Superman Gang, let me tell you a short story that graphically demonstrates how catastrophe strikes when it is least expected. Not too long ago, the people of a coastal shipping town on the Gulf of Mexico were busily engaged in their daily routine of earning a living. Everything seemed ordinary as they toiled under the hot southern sun when suddenly the roar of an explosion covered all other sound. A few seconds later, there was another explosion. And another, then another, until it seemed as if the entire area was being blown sky high. Buildings were shattered, homes were destroyed, people were killed and maimed. A terrible catastrophe had struck the town when unexpectedly a shipload of nitrate had blown up, setting off a series of explosive oil fires that turned the once calm city into a raging holocaust. Everything was consternation. Women fainted, children screamed, men groped blindly through the heavy black smoke. It seemed to all inhabitants of the town as if this were the end of everything for all of them. But they didn't feel that way for very long. Because within a short while, the Red Cross went into action. With almost unbelievable swiftness, first aid stations were set up all over town. 
Field crews were digging through the wreckage to rescue survivors. Temporary living quarters were established for people whose homes had been destroyed or damaged. Families separated in the hysteria of excitement were brought together. And within 24 hours, order had come out of chaos, due largely to the Herculean efforts of the Red Cross. Now tell me, don't you think an organization like that deserves your active financial support? And now, the adventures of Superman! When Superman discovered that he could not force entry to the fantastic undersea's hideout of criminals, lest the sea pour in and drown its inhabitants, he learned that one man had possession of a necessary signal device and a secret code with which an ingenious diving bell could be brought to the surface. And that man is George DeSella, a burly seaman who made a business of transporting criminals and provisions to the lost city under the ocean floor. Streaking back to the yacht on which DeSella and his henchmen had attempted to poison Clark Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Candy Myers, Superman forced the murderous sailor to turn over both the device and the code. Thanks, DeSella. You can bet I'll put these to better use than you had intended to. Now, all of you on this yacht, get set for a fast trip back to London. Then, plunging into the icy waters of the Atlantic, the Man of Steel dove under the boat's hull and getting a good grip on its keel, called on the superhuman strength of his mighty muscles. Now to lift this tub out of the water and fly it back to the River Thames. Up! Up! And away! Joe, all of Scotland Yard's mystified as to how that yacht came to be in the River Thames, Ken. Oh, really? Yes, now you came to be aboard it, too. Well, that's something I may tell you someday, Inspector Lansing. I means... suspect your friend Candy Myers may be right when he says, in his opinion, that Superman chap had a hand in it. Well, Candy's usually right. Say, by the way, how are he and Jim Olsen getting along? Have they recovered from the after-effects of that poison they swallowed? Why, yes. What do you think, Kent? Candy! Hello, Miles. Hiya, Inspector. Hey, you look fit as a fiddle. Why not? All I've been doing is snoozing and resting while you and your pal Superman have been doing all the dirty work. (laughs) Say, where's Jim? Oh, he's still at the hospital. Wait, Scott, is he worse? Oh, relax. He's okay. He was just a little weak when they got through pumping that poison out of him, so the docs insisted he stay in bed for a day. Oh. He kicked like a steer, of course, but they threatened to strap him to the bed. So what could he do? Probably just as well, though. I'm afraid it'd be rather dangerous to take him along with us. You mean we're going to go out to that under-the-sea joint today? Within a few minutes, as a matter of fact. Yes, I'm I'm waiting now to be advised momentarily that an RAF seaplane is ready to take us there. Jumping Jemima, that's fast words, Scotland Yard, don't waste time, Myers. I'll say it, don't. Excuse me, gentlemen. Inspector Lansing speaking. Yes? Oh, it is, eh? Very good, Major. We'll be there within the quarter of an hour. Our plane's ready? Right. Are you ready to go, gentlemen? Oh. Not only ready, but rare. Come on. I say, shouldn't we be somewhere near our destination by now, Ken? I checked with the navigator a few minutes ago, Inspector. He said we should be over the underseas kingdom within, well, five minutes now. Swell. Can't be too soon for me. Say, look, Ken, give me some dope on this gadget you took from DeSella, will you? 
I don't know much about it, Candy, but nearly as I can gather, it works on sort of a radar principle. Yeah? It projects impulses or, or beams or whatever you want to call them down through the water. And detectives in the underseas kingdom pick them up and release the diving bell arrangement. Is that it? That's right. Sounds good. I sure hope it works. Oh, so do I, old boy. So do I. Well... Beg your pardon, Inspector. Yes, Captain. We're approaching the location you gave us, sir. Very good. When you reach it, please put us down as close to the spot as you can. Roger. We'll go. Now, we'll see if this gadget works. Yes. Get it ready, Ken. This is what you Americans call the big moment. You all set, Inspector? Right, Oak. Andy? Fire away, Kent. But let's get some action fast, because I'm not too sure I can sit out here on this wing for long. Well, hang on as best you can. Now, according to DeSella, the diving bell comes up when its detectors catch signals in combinations of numbers that make up five, starting with two and three. Then three and two. Uh-huh. And one and four, and so forth. That's huh? right. Now, keep your fingers crossed. Here we go. That's two and three now. Three and two. Now what? One and four. Now four and one, eh? Right. That all? No, no, now five singles. That does it, eh, old man? It should. I hope. Ah, won't those crooks down there be surprised when we step out of their diving bell and put the pinch on? Yes, quite, old boy, quite. And won't old John Higginson and Dr. Sir Alfred Mulgridge be happy to see us, huh? I dare say they'll be somewhat overcome. Wait a minute. Well, what's the matter, Kent? Diving bell hasn't budged out of its lock yet. Hasn't? Oh. How do you know? What? That's right. Fathoms deep under the surface. How how could you possibly see oh, it? Well, I... Ah, I... Oh, quit your kidding, Kent. This is no I'm time I'm not to... kidding. You should be able to see it by now. My word. Hey, maybe that rat the cellar gave you the wrong code. Of course, that must be it. No, I'm sure he didn't. What do you mean, you're sure? You know you can't trust a double-crossing crook like him. No, but I'm I sure... I tell you, that's what happened. I... Joe, this is a bit of nasty luck, what? Uh, just wait till I get my hands on that double-crossing monkey. I say, Ken, do you think we should go back? Yeah, and... sure. Let's go back and then just give me ten minutes with that character. I'll wait a minute, the... wait a minute. Yeah? I think I know what's the matter. You do? What is uh, it, old man? Yeah, there's a wire connection loose. There, it's tight now. I would. You think it'll work better now? Well, we'll see in a minute. Hey. What's that noise? Yes, I didn't hear that before. Neither did I. Sounds like a power hum. Uh, maybe you were right, Kent, about that loose wire, I mean. Well, here's where we find out, Candy. Now, first we tap out five impulses in the two and three combination. Oh, three. brother, I got my fingers crossed. Now, three and two. Oh, it's a frightful suspense, eh, what? You're not kidding. Now, one and four... Their faces mirroring suspenseful anxiety. Candy Myers and Inspector Lansing keep their fingers crossed and strain their eyes to peer beneath the surface of the ocean as Clark Kent taps out the secret code. Is this the right code? Will the impulses be properly received by the diving bell mechanism of the city under the sea? We'll know in a moment when we return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. The story I told you just a while ago, gang, is a true story. And I brought it to your attention to show you how catastrophe can strike where and when it is least expected, even in your own community. 
Now, that isn't meant to frighten you. My only purpose is to impress on you the importance of being ready, being prepared for any emergency. And the best thing I can think of is to support the American Red Cross, that splendid organization that always stands by ready for any emergency. But there is more to the work of the Red Cross than service in disaster. The Red Cross serves American communities in many ways. For instance, it provides home nursing service for sick people who cannot afford to buy it. It provides free plasma to patients who need blood transfusions. The Red Cross brings comfort and recreation to men and women in veterans' hospitals and in army camps. It trains citizens in the knowledge and use of first aid and teaches men and women to serve as lifesavers and swimming instructors. And there are many more things, really too numerous to list, that are included among the services of the Red Cross to humanity. But it costs a good deal of money to accomplish all of that, and that money must come from all of us, you and me, your family and your friends. As President Truman so aptly put it, many times a year the people turn to the Red Cross. Once a year the Red Cross turns to the people. The time is now. Yes, gang, the time is now. This is the time you can help the Red Cross to help others. So contribute generously to the 1948 Red Cross Fund. And remind your family and friends to do the same. No contribution is too small or too large. Every bit helps. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent has finished sending the code signal to the diving bell in the kingdom under the sea. Now he, Candy Myers, and Inspector Lansing sit tensely on the wing of an RAF flying boat as they watch and wait to see what will happen. Well, I don't see anything yet, Kent. Neither do I, by Joe. Seems to me there's been enough time since you sent those signals down there for the bell to come up and go down again. Relax, Candy. Everything's working out fine. Yeah, uh-huh. what do you mean everything's working out fine? That's what I said. The diving bell's on its way up. Really, old man? Are you sure? Positive. Watch and see. Well, I'm watching, and so far I'm not seeing Look. any... What? Where? Out there, where I'm pointing. I don't Jumping see... Jumping Jemima! There it is! That's... That monstrous black thing? Right, Inspector. That monstrous black thing is... It's the diving bell. It's the diving bell. Our transportation to the kingdom under the sea. Their hearts hammering with excitement, Clark Kent, Candy Myers, and Inspector Lansing watch as a huge steel ball shrouded with seaweed breaks the surface of the water, then stops only half submerged and rolls gently in the swell. This gang is the beginning of one of the most exciting adventures you've ever participated in. An adventure in a lost city under the floor of the ocean. Don't miss a minute of it. Yes, for thrills, chills, and suspenseful excitement, don't fail to be with us again tomorrow, same time, same station, when you will hear Chapter 13 of Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is a mutual broadcasting system. <laughs> 